Welcome back to the Heralds of Minrec Battleborn Podcast. I'm Steven. I'm Ryan. And this is episode 7 with 100% more noir. Today we'll be talking about the... We'll do a quick overview of the battle plan, then we'll we'll talk about what everybody really wants to hear about, the new PvP face-off and the first story op. All right, so how's your week been, Ryan? I've been busy. When I haven't been at work, I've been taking care of uh, kids catching strep throat since it is getting into that wonderful time of the year where the weather's changing and so is what everybody's allergic to. Sounds like fun. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, it's just been uh, trying to keep up with staying on top of cleaning and stuff like that since we're getting ready to move into a brand new house. We close and three weeks so it's i'm a great big ball of stress and i need more battleborn than i'm currently getting but i can't get it it's well ho- me. hopefully we can get some more battleborn this week yeah my week's been actually mild mildly tame in comparison to previous weeks but uh yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but I I know how your schedule works. That's always the calm before the storm, especially since yeah, here we are, 17 days from the end of October, and everything that falls in between now and then for you. Oh yeah. Just in and- fact, just a heads up for our listeners: there's probably gonna be a week coming up where we just don't record at all, just because finding the time to do so has already been hard enough um you may have noticed we're kind of doing every week and a half right now uh thankfully things have been kind of slow on the battleborn front so we've been able to kind of do an episode with a bunch of info and then take a little bit of time waiting on big updates like what just came out but there will be probably a week or two at the end of october where we just don't even try to record uh unless something major comes up that we just feel needs to be talked about just because there's so much stuff going on right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is tis the season for work to get kind of heavy for me. So, But we'll, we'll try to make sure we record as often as possible if, if the fates allow. Yeah, and if I need to get on and do a solo episode to cover for Steven or if he needs to jump on and do a solo episode... To cover for me, like if something comes out and we just can't make our schedules work, we promise we'll give you something, even if it's just a 15-minute speed read through whatever we feel is necessary. I can always do voices. I can play both parts. <laughs> I won't sound. Hey, maybe, I won't sound like maybe him. Maybe this will be. <laughs> but I'll sound maybe like Maybe this something. will be all the incentive we need to get some uh, actual sound bites loaded in here. <laughs> Uh, still working on some theme music for the podcast, uh, trying to get in contact with people that I need uh, permissions and music rights information from. Uh, don't want to do anything without getting all of that ahead of time. I'm not about to ask forgiveness as opposed to asking permission first. So. Right. All right. So you gonna? But I don't know about you. I'm ready to talk about some battle. I'm about to say you're gonna take us into the battle plan. I'm taking us into the battle plan. New this week. For those of you who've been living under a rock, Atticus and Thrall Rebellion is here and is face-off mode. We've got all the different things to do in Battleborn again. Oh, yeah. We've got story mode action that has incredible replay value, if not for the unlockable skins and stuff that have come out. Uh, Just 
the amount of work that they've put into the story as usual gearbox just doing a phenomenal job a uh, few hot fixes to talk about real quick though when they had the last couple battle plans they were talking about all the nerfs coming out for different characters everybody that was a big Eldragon fan was super worried that he was about to literally die uh, they did adjust his base health back up and increased his clothesline damage to kind of offset some of the other losses he was getting. And then there were a couple other little bug fixes. One noticeable one was uh, Master Phoebe. Apparently, I should have been working on mastering her because I could have had her Master Phoebe title before getting her to character rank 15. But, but you don't want to. I do don't things... like to cheese anything, yeah. so that's fine that I didn't know about that. You don't want to be dishonest. Ah, right. Quick little uh, lore recap. There's a little bit of lore going on between uh, conversationally between Ombra and Trevor Galt, talking about kind of stuff that sets up Atticus and the Thrall Rebellion. It's a fun little read-through. Nice little witty banter and a little bit of insight into Ombra, which is really freaking cool, especially with what they've done in this DLC. Oh, and then yeah. we got a community spotlight for somebody we mentioned, Episode 1, Reddit user Lowlines, the man who has completed the gear compendium that's floating around out there on the internet uh, has a bunch of awesome stuff out there for everyone to check out there's a link in the battle plan he's got a bunch of guides out for battleborn highly recommend you go check it out very very thorough stuff that he puts out and then one little announcement to make sure it gets thrown out there october 20th 3 p.m pacific 6 p.m eastern live stream character reveal stream for kid ultra don't miss it if you have the ability to watch it. Yeah, definitely something I'm going to look forward to. Hopefully I can find the time to watch it. If not, I'll hopefully watch it after they publish it. Because I'm really excited for what Kid Ultra's going to have in his wheelhouse. I, I actually have a theory that Kid Ultra is part of the reason for uh, Toby's friendship raid coming up. Really? Yeah, I think somehow it's Kid Ultra's fault. Because... They do mention Kid Ultra is a Magnus, much like Isaac. And Marky. And as crazy as Isaac was in Algorithm, um, I just I can't imagine Kid Ultra is completely and totally this innocent, friendly little robot that he looks like so far. No, that is a very good point. That uh, all the Magnus Magnuses are completely insane. And this is. Uh, Pretty much any robot within the game is considered a Magnus. <laughs> well, if the uh, if the Leandri Court would just quit installing all of these uh, freaking psychopath.exes, <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, there's actually a legitimate reason why they all went insane, and if y'all don't know why, y'all should. Well, most people can't do it anymore because they're above char character rank three, but. Um, if you annoy Nova enough before your character rank three by trying to access the gear menu, she will give you a a little nugget of information about why all the robots are literally insane. It's actually kind of funny. He's chuckling. It's, I'm I'm reminiscing, and yeah, it's, it's hilarious it's good stuff. Well, I'm sure there's a video out there somewhere of, of a recording of it. So definitely look that up and give it a listen to if you haven't already. Absolutely. And that wraps up the battle plan, That's doesn't it. it? 
that's the battle plan, man. That's short it. And, Let's... Short and sweet. Yep. Now we can spend the next hour and a half talking <laughs> about just how much we love Battleborn and Gearbox. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're not going to go an hour and a half, I swear. Hour and 15 will be just fine. Although we could go longer if we felt like it. <laughs> uh, if we're not careful. Uh, we promise this one's not going to be not going to be a super long episode. We, we're starting a late recording this evening, and uh, both of us have a lot of work to do over the next couple days, so we're going to try and keep it short and sweet without um, unjustly um, under-presenting what exactly has happened. Yeah, so let's start with the new PvP mode face-off. Now, we both got in one game of it uh, last night, and had a lot of fun with it. Super fun. Uh, Even though we lost. We lost. Only because their Kelvin was insane. But No, no, no. I figured out why we lost. Oh, really? And it, it, it wasn't just because they had a good Kelvin player. Which, ladies and gentlemen, you know I love Kelvin if you've been listening. If you haven't been listening, hey, I love Kelvin. Kelvin's amazing. One of the most underrated characters in this entire freaking game. And completely control face-off mode from what we've seen. Yeah. Especially with the right backup. Um, but the reason we lost that game is we didn't have any wound on our team. And they had double healers. They had double healers. Not to mention crazy sustain. Yeah, because they were Alani, Miko, Kelvin, Galilea, and who was the last and one? And Arendi. You don't remember Arendi because we never saw her. I only heard her ultimate like twice. Yeah. But yeah, that was a I mean that was a good matchup and kind of learning the mechanics of it were was fun and the boss battle was like, "Hey, what's that counter for?" And all of a sudden, "Oh. This is a big bad thing. Let's kill it." Yeah. Um still not entirely sure what the point of that boss battle phase is. Uh, I know that everybody is trying to kill the thing, but I don't know, is there like a massive amount of points that you can get if you get a mask from that? Uh, or is it just a chance to, you know, do some damage on the enemy team and try to distract them while you take the kill? I'd, I'm still trying to figure that part out. Yeah, me too. Hopefully, hopefully there's some good uh, information guides come out in the following week or so. I'm sure Mental Mars is working on something. Uh, yeah. Maybe some of the other streamers are putting together a little bit of info here or there. But there's a lot of little intricacies to this new face-off mode that are going to be really interesting to see how they play out. A lot of stuff going on in these rounds. Yeah. There's a, Honestly, there's a lot more Varelsi points than I expected there to be. Um, oh yeah, what was it? Five, six? No, I've, I think five points. Six or seven? I I think I didn't really. I didn't count them, ah. but it was. Well, let's see, because there was one at each capture node, and then there right. was at so that gives you that gives you your base three, three. and then and there then was at there's... least three more around the map oh, that man, I think. You're right. There, and then there yeah, the seventh one was the farthest, the southmost uh, tip. We uh the. The map we were on was temples. temples, just to kind of give you layout, because there's one Varelsi spawn right outside your base, mm-hmm. one at each capture point, and then the one at the far south of the map, and then I think one right there in the dead center of the map. Yeah. 
Something like spread. that. It Even was... if it's not in the center. It was six or seven points. Now, what's interesting is killing the Varelsi in this mode matters as much as killing the Varelsi in regular capture. This is how you're getting your levels. Yeah. We the other reason we lost that. that match is we didn't see that that's how people were leveling up. We were just kind of doing our own thing. And so the other team, their Galilea hit level 10 before we hit level 5. Uh, not yeah. even exaggerating in the slightest. It was a massacre between them and us. Uh, we managed to hold out, though. Um, <laughs> be careful how many masks you carry around at one time. Yeah. Uh, although I will say the good thing is you and you and I had a few moments where it's like, I need to teleport back, so I met up on you so I could drop you my skulls so that way it wouldn't we wouldn't forfeit them to the other team if they ran by. Uh, right. Okay. Pro tip. Actually, not a pro tip at all. Beginner information. Don't teleport in face-off mode unless you have a teammate ready to grab your mask. The minute you start your teleport animation, you drop everything. And doesn't it also drop everything? Yeah. When you run through the... When you run through the invincibility barrier for your base, you also yes. drop them then. It drops it right against the barrier, so it's not like it throws them or anything like that. But I definitely saw, uh, I'm guessing one of our teammates was one of their first times playing as well, but they didn't seem to notice when they were just dumping masks all over the place. Yeah. So be careful with that. Uh, it, it definitely matters. Every freaking mask counts. Totally. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get better at the mode, play it some more. I want to play it with one of my more experienced characters, because I was playing it as Deandy just to kind of try her out since they uh, since they patched her. Yeah. And uh, it looks like there's some cool little things that go on during the match. The headhunter bots are freaking amazing. And they're just the fact that relatively inexpensive. There. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it looks like each one of the points where the Varelsi spawns, once you clear it out, if you have shards, you can actually summon more Varelsi right in, then and there that you can then sit there and harvest. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, again, it's on a timer. Again, there's some intricacies to this involving the timers and whatnot, probably some strategy to whether or not you need to go ahead and use it or let the timer run. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of strategies come out of this. Especially since you know there's going to be some sort of metagame develop immediately. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Lots of fun, though. Mm-hmm. Now on to the, the other slice of fun from this uh, update. Atticus and the Thrall Rebellion. This is the reason why this episode is 100% more noir. Possibly more noir if if we wanted to, but I feel like 100% is enough. <laughs> I think that's dark enough because I'm having go, trouble seeing Let's see. as is. Let's see if I can make it slightly more noir. Uh-huh. Go for it. You see, there was a wise guy. Ah, uh, no, I'm not going to do it. You no, please don't. <laughs> I might die laughing. <laughs> uh, last thing we need is for me to go into terrible, stereotypical... Uh, Noir monster time. <laughs> so we're gonna leave that out. We're gonna leave that out. But yeah, it was um Yeah, we that was the first thing we tried uh when we got online and oh my gosh, it was so much fun. 
just the uh first off it starts off with just an amazing intro and then within after uh after nova gives you the little briefing within this basically the hollow room from star trek that everybody's been waiting on to be developed for years and years you're on the freaking holodeck oh yeah uh, is literally the only way to describe this nova gives you a brief little intro and everything the story kind of explains what's going on why it's going on um but this entire thing takes place in the memories of atticus and the retelling of a couple characters that were there the night of the thrall rebellion and uh and, events slightly after yeah and atticus takes a few uh, liberties with the story as nova explains and it uh, yeah it was it was funny just to be walking along and then all of a sudden you just get this black and white filter over everything. Black and red. It didn't go black and white. It was black, it was black and, and red. red. It was beautiful. Explains the skins a little bit more, too. It does. Uh, and then you just see Atticus up in the corner talking. And he's got his little <laughs> detective hat on. And, you know, he's just talking, again, like a, like a noir detective. Just going over pretty much the events that are happening. Why some happening. of the first lines dropped are almost direct quotes out of classic Dick Tracy. Oh yeah, it's oh, so so funny. Um, but yeah, and then uh, going through it, and like we had a the person we were playing with actually had played it a couple of times before, so he kind of he was a bit more in the know, and uh, he helped us yeah, out. Yeah, quick bit. shout out Gearhead X seventy two for the. Uh, tips in our first run through advice session yeah super helpful uh especially on explaining how how best to optimize getting your op points which those determine the titles that you're gonna get and the skins that you're gonna unlock and taunts and taunts i really want that dandy taunt just saying um but yeah and the thing about the op points is the more op points you have the higher difficulty the enemies are, but again, also the higher rewards you get at the end of the the story operation. How long did it take us to do that first run through? 20 minutes? Yeah, about 20 minutes, I think. Okay, so it took a team of three of us 20 minutes. Uh, I think we started with a few ops points. It wasn't much, though, because... There were two of us that hadn't played it with this one guy who played it a couple of times. Yeah. And uh, each time you play through it, you get to start with a few more ops points than the previous run, and your maximum amount of ops points is set a little bit higher. Um, taking that into account, the three of us, by the end of it, 20-minute run through, and we were taking our time to search everything. Uh, Open all the chests not in, that have not including in the Right, right, right. Not including a couple areas where we got bogged down and just completely trashed by the thralls that were spawning everywhere. Um, something we may not have thought about when they took away character collision and uh, bullet collision with allied characters, I think it made any area with multiple thrall brutes that much more terrifying yeah. in story mode. Just a little bit, especially because... Towards the end, they were packing a bit more of a punch than I was expecting. Uh, 
especially in that last boss fight, it was just they were everywhere. The thrall brutes were all over the place. It was it was chaos. Not not even fun chaos, just chaos. Yeah. Um, as you progress through the story op, you get a main mission objective, which is kind of your main push through, kind of shows you where your checkpoints are going to be after completing objectives. But you also get interesting little side quests that change every time you play it to something just a little bit different. Uh, I played through it earlier and had to destroy some standalone shard platforms. And the first time we played through it, though, was completely different. Um, I wasn't paying attention because I was busy dying as Toby trying to walk along narrow rooftop yeah. ledges. Tightrope walking with Toby <laughs> is not uh, not easy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the the side missions rotate, which is kind of fun. That way, you're not stuck with the same pattern every time. I mean, you're obviously gonna see a few repeats eventually which is to be expected, but it's good that it's a little bit of a change of pace, you know, and not every playthrough will be exactly the same. So. And obviously some of that's going to filter uh, with difficulty. Mm-hmm. And, uh, also, every time you play through it, you have a chance of getting a different narrator. Yes. Now, a I different played... angle on the story. I played two games, and I got Atticus as the narrator both times, but you, you got somebody well, else. Well, okay. When I, okay, what I told you earlier was slightly misleading. It's still Atticus doing the main narration. Uh huh. But when we played through it the first time, it's Arya's side, of, or not? It's the Arya and Ombra side of the story. Right. The silent sisters and the hatred between them. Slight. The second slight time animosity. I played through it, it was Atticus narrating, but it was Deandy's dealings with Arya. Hmm. So I'm assuming the next time we play through it, it's going to be. I think I've heard Oscar Mike is one of the possibles, and I'm not sure who to expect for the other one, but I think there's one more uh, story set that's going to hmm. be available in there. Wonder, wonder, I'm actually curious who, who it could be. It'll be interesting to find out, that's for sure. Yeah. And then there is but a... The, the dialogue dialogue's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Defin uh, especially between the Silent Sisters, it's just like... Yeah, funny stuff. Poor Ombra, man. Yeah. It was a puppy. R.I.P. Theodore. R.I.P. Theodore. <laughs> and then, uh... <laughs> there's also a specific legendary item pretty much built for this story op. Uh, and that was... I don't know what the exact drop rate on it is. I We got it the first run through, but when I ran through it again, I did not get it. And I did. And you did, so I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's determined by op points or if it's just, you know, random drop and if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. But uh, it's one of those legendaries that has a stackable effect and this one actually stacks based on the amount of op points you have. Which I think is... Pretty good, that way it helps uh, level out the difficulty. If you get into the higher ones, it gives you a bit of a boost. So that way you can survive maybe a little bit longer against the all them thing thralls. I'm not so certain. The one thing I'm not so certain of with it, though, is that it only seems to be an item that affects overall skill damage. 
Yeah. So there are a couple characters where I think it'd be kind of a waste to uh, to, to use. use it on characters like um, Alani. I'd probably say Alani. I mean, her emergence Wrath. would be powerful, but well, I could see it on Wrath because his uh, crossblade does. Can well, you do know some what? Yeah, damage. as as much damage as you take during the mission, um, if you were to play Wrath and then take his skill damage life steal, yeah, that would be something to look at. But I I played through with Whiskey Foxtrot earlier, and I was using it, and he does first off. First off, I'm going to deviate a little bit here. Yeah. The changes they have made to Whiskey Foxtrot are amazing. The ability to hold the trigger now and automatically fire the bursts from your rifle uh-huh. feels excellent. Um, the rate of fire on it seems faster now since it perfectly times each burst. Right. Instead of before where you're sitting there trying to manually trigger that at the best timing. Yeah. So... Even with nothing else having changed, just that one. If nothing else, if nothing else would have changed on Whiskey Foxtrot, and granted he had some other changes, but if that would have been it, that would have been enough. Yeah, Whiskey Foxtrot, I believe you're going to start seeing a hell of a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to get back on topic, well, hold on, I'm going to deviate a little bit. Oh, because go ahead. Hey, you you saw how crazy I was in that first story op, so I chose Shane and Oryx. Uh, simply so I could test test them out, see how all the changes affected them. Uh, I also, with that build, I went with a pretty heavy attack speed build. Uh, and then I took the right helix at level 2, which used to be first hit out of stealth strike deals more damage. Uh, to where now it is, upon exiting stealth strike, you deal, or no, you have Increased attack speed for 15 seconds. No, not 15 seconds. 15% for 5 seconds. Um, that combined with the Vow of Zealous Fury, which uh, stacks attack speed based on skill usage. I was throwing boomerangs at an alarming rate. I think I even scared Ryan a little bit. Yep. Because it was just like... Although next time I'm going to play Ernest. That's gonna be fun. I want to. I'm probably gonna play her again and see how much faster I can go while I'm inside the power egg. Yep. That's gonna be awesome. Anyway, now we can, may continue with the Thrall Rebellion. Okay. So the again, the legendary you get from it gives you the skill damage bonus based on op points. Well, the problem I have is a character like Whiskey Foxtrot. His grenades that you shoot with your L1 in PvP a lot more versatile than they are in story mode. Because in PvP you're using them for the slowing effect, area of effect damage, uh, there's some draining capabilities on there. Stuff that really just gets overlooked in the story mode. So they're there. Not a great skill overall for just pure damage against... Uh, the enemies throughout the main story. Mm-hmm. His scrap cannon. The main use for that in the story mode is always just the damage buff that you're going to get when you hit. I think it's your. 
It's one of your first helix choice. No, second helix choice. You get the option between uh, the double charge scrap cannon or the ability to increase your assault rifle damage on something that's been hit by the scrap cannon. Mm -hmm. So really, scrap cannon becomes a damage augment for your main fire ability. And then Overdrive, his ultimate, gives you the 100 round fully automatic magazine with a little bit of an added burning effect later in the helix tree. So overall, an item that gives you skill damage is completely a waste on a character like Whiskey Foxtrot. And it could be that it's just the way I play him. It could be something that I'm overlooking that I'm not taking into account. Uh, feel free to correct me. Anybody out there, send me an email. Um, but that's my two cents on it. And it could be that that's one of the only characters that that's a problem for. Well, right. And, uh, I mean, you bring up a good point that this item, while it is designed to be used during, you know, pretty much for this story op, uh, it's not necessarily going to be the first choice for every every character. Like you said, simply because Whiskey Fox just doesn't do... He's not designed around doing a lot of skill damage, whereas, you know... I was about to say Shane and Oryx, and he... They are built around some skill damage, but not a whole lot. Where here we go, Arendi. She's pretty much designed to do skill damage and nothing but skill damage till everything is nothing but a smoking husk of ash. Oh, here you here you go. Ernest would be a good one to compare it, because the only skill that really does damage on him is the minefield and the grenade toss. Yeah. But with those. Unless you're sitting there doing his cooldown refresher from the direct hits and just spamming the grenades out, it's probably not enough skill damage to justify. Right. Exactly. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where, I mean, I'm definitely not dissing on the item because it's awesome, um, but, you know, just it it's not designed for every character. And, I mean, that's not a bad thing, especially because you should be running into this with teams, so at least one person should pick a character where they can use it, but not, you know, necess not necessary just to play the higher level ops. Know what I mean? Yep. So, overall, still having a lot of, had a lot of fun with it, I'm... Really hoping I can play some more this weekend and onward into the future, obviously. Absolutely. Now, let's let's kind of talk about what exactly this update has done for Battleborn. Sure. We mentioned playing through the story op with Gearhead. Mm-hmm. You remember what it was he told us? This may shock some people, <laughs> diehards like us. Um, I know I was kind of floored by what was said, but yeah, he said I that. I think I think it's an interesting thing to talk about. So let's get into it. So he said that um, he pretty much stopped playing about a month ago, and then when they released this new, you know, big DLC update type of thing, 
that's when he started picking it back up again and he was actually you know enjoying it a lot and that was like you know like you like you said for us diehards it's like why would you stop playing this for what for what reason <laughs> did you did you have no internet um, <laughs> did your playstation break <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it's just i mean i granted i i haven't been able to play it every day or you know and i i have played other games besides battleborn believe it or not but i mean it's just it was interesting to see somebody just yeah, just kind of stop playing it for a month. So. Now, granted, he said he and a bunch of friends had gotten into Neverwinter Nights, and, you know, done some stuff there, and you know, you and I definitely understand having a game that a group of friends get on and play. I mean, look at the year and a half that we played Guild Wars 2, the year almost that we played Borderlands with our entire group. Oh yeah. Um, it's very easy to do something like that and then just completely forget every other game because you're having so much fun. But I think because of what happened with Battleborn on release and everything it went up against, I think this is kind of what you're starting to see. Is some of those people that picked up the game and then hung on to it instead of taking it in for trade-in value or you know, just completely tossing their disc. Um, I don't know how crazy some people are. But... I think you're going to start seeing this game grow some more. Especially because just looking around at Reddit in the last 24 hours, mm -hmm. the amount of praise that Atticus and the Thrall Rebellion has been getting from diehard Gearbox fans is astounding. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I'm, and I'm I'm hoping that this kind of will stick a little bit so we'll get you know we'll get this influx of players coming back to it to to see all the new shinies and I'm just hoping that everybody gets kind of rehooked into it because it's such a fun game uh, I you know may have a few bad bad games every now and then but I still enjoy playing it even if I'm losing sometimes yeah I actually am happy that there's game modes now where I can get in and play 15 to 20 minute at most for a story mission run. Yeah. And still get rewarded amply for it. Oh yeah. The amount of gear we got from that Thrall Rebellion was I mean, it was good, but it was also like, oh, oh my gosh. My bank can't handle this right now. Calm down. Yeah. Although, hey, free credits. Uh, yeah. It's always good. Good way. Yeah, and that's a I think that's going to be good for the the economy of the game a little bit to yeah put more credits in there and again if you don't need the credits you might need the gear the gear might be more useful to you yeah uh, I noticed a bunch of uh, common gear and uncommon gear uh, I don't think I had more than one or two pieces of rare gear no epics and of course, the chance at having the legendary drop every time. Uh, my first run through, I think I got a pretty high roll on the legendary, so I'm not expecting to find another one that's any better. So every time I run it and get that legendary drop, that's you know 250 extra credits just automatically, plus whatever else I sell off. So there's definitely credits to be had from this, as much as the experience from running it the skin drops, the chance at the taunts, 
just everything that there is in this. It, it is a complete package that they've put together here. Oh yeah, and by the way, just saying, you, you mentioned the skins. Even the, I, I'm going to use air quotes here, the low tier skins that you unlock for this are awesome. Like the Shane and Ark skin is like like my new favorite and I'm comparing it even to the balloon animal RX one. That's saying a lot here. <laughs> I mean, it looks, I mean, RX always looks intimidating kind of no matter what, you know, sans the, the balloon animal one, but it's like all the other ones, you know, he definitely looks like a giant intimidating monster, but this red and black skin, he's, he's scary. And I love it. I mean, I can't wait to... I want to get his the higher tier skin and see what that one looks like. Because I'm sure it looks even more amazing. But uh, yeah, just... Just the skins alone, they're worth playing through it. Just to get all of them. And a couple of the new taunts are pretty funny too. Especially Oscar Mike's. Amp it up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, on the topic of skins... They did release some of the uh, spoopy Halloween skins for a few characters. I can't remember all of them, but... I can, I think. I can remember the two that I really liked the most. Yeah, let me see if I got it. It was Alani. Yes. Reyna. Yes. Deandy. Yes. Pendles. Yes. And... God, there's... There was another one. I just had it? it. I just had it. Ah. Uh... I swear I just had it. There was one more. I can't remember there who was. it was. But it was another spoopy skin. It was scary. It was terrifying. Yeah, the skins look fantastic, guys. Uh, uh, 700 platinum is the current pricing. Don't know if that's going to go up. Don't know if they're going to release a package. Uh, but, uh, but go check them out. Especially, Deandy's skin looks amazing. I really... I want to get a better Dandy player before I buy it, but I'm seriously considering buying it just because. Uh, I pretty much, as soon as I saw Alani's skin, I immediately wanted it, because it just kind of has this... To, for me, it reminded me a lot of Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep. Um, just the way it was kind of stitched together. But uh, yeah... Spoopy skins. I'm expecting that they're going to be releasing more each week. I don't think they were doing a... We're going to throw everything out at once. Because then the, the update would have been like yeah, it, 15 gigs I'll agree. instead of just 9. I'll agree with that. It didn't seem like there was enough like for it to have been all of the skins. Yeah. Especially just because the characters represented... Like, yeah, some of those characters needed some new skins. But at the same time... And we talked about this a little bit off off recording here. Um, I feel like certain characters just keep getting skins thrown at them. Yeah. Like Shane and Oryx, the Andy has had a ton, Ombra's had a ton, Montana. And yeah, Reyna had one other one, as did Pendles on his release. But I'm glad that we're starting to see some other skins come out for these characters. Uh, Lonnie, another perfect example, had the Sea Witch skin. Uh, skin on her initial release. And now we're seeing another 
top-notch looking skin for yeah come out i uh, can't wait to see what they do with some of the other characters oh yeah um and it's like and if they put as much time as they put into these you know five skins uh into the rest of them i'm just i'm really looking forward to seeing what they have to to show because these were again i just really liked them they're just so shiny and holla halloweeny Yep. One final note on the skins from the story op. You unlock a skin for completing the story op mission with 40 ops points. And then you get the second tier skin at 85 ops points, which is going to take some time to get up to. Because uh, after only two run throughs, the maximum number of ops points I could get in a run was 55. Now, that changes based on whether you're running solo or with a party. But also the difficulty changes a lot too. So yeah, you're gonna have to find what works for you, uh, whether you're a solo grinder or if you just want a public queue. Uh, don't really think there's a wrong way to go here. Yeah, I agree. Um, I personally would probably prefer to have a couple of extra people with me, yeah. just because I'm prone to dying when I'm going solo. But that's just because I also run in headfirst and don't really care. Well, you're a Shannon RX player. So I run it hit first, and then I don't really care. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the uh, the polish that they put on this just makes me really, really excited for what's to come down the pipeline next. Yeah. We know they've got lots of plans. Uh, still two characters to come out. Kid Ultra again, live streaming them next week. And then the still-to-be-discovered B... B, yes, the new generic character. No, it's not Lenore. No, it's not Arya. It is B. So, I'm actually kind of curious to see who that is. Brodicus. Brodane. <laughs> that would actually be really funny. Brodarius. <laughs> Bradicus. Brodicus. Brath. Broth? Broth. Broth. <laughs> soup confirmed. <laughs> Generic soup. The end, bro. Speak, speaking, wait, speaking of Wrath real quick. Uh-huh. Um, stealth nerf. We gotta talk about it. Oh, yeah. The ni- it so wasn't in the patch notes. But there, w- there was a, this is important. a ninja nerf to Wrath. It is It's quite heartbreaking. So Specifically affects one of his skins. Yes. They, they nerfed one of his skins... Um, I don't think many people realize this, but, uh, when they changed his Dreadwind time from four seconds to three seconds, um, if you happen to choose the Ice Cream Man Wrath skin, you now only get three seconds of Ice Cream Man music. It's, I can't believe they did that. I can't believe so they much nerfed for it so hard. Gearbox. It's... <laughs> How I will never enjoy the ice cream man wrath skin again. I just I can't I can't I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm done. No more wrath. No more Thanks, revenge. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, that was that was maybe an un unforeseen <laughs> perfect example of clickbait. Reddit, Reddit, yes. <laughs> yes, perfect example. It's like 
Ninja Nerth Raf, I'm so mad. It was like, I'm curious, what you know, what did they do that you didn't know about? And then they went ahead and talked about the ice cream man skin. I'm like, oh, they're right. That was a nerf. Also, an unforeseen, the new, uh, terrible Universal terrible Ultimate nerf. callouts. Oh yeah, they make me smile so much, especially Toby's. I never heard him say that before. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he said it before. He... I think some of these are new uh, VO work. Very probably. Um, so yeah, when Toby uses his ultimate, all you hear <laughs> over global is pew 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 pew. pew. <laughs> uh, and what did you hear I, for Shane no, and Ari? My, uh, did you just hear Ark crumbling at the time that we were playing through all that? Oh okay. But because Toby has such a high pitched voice, it's just stuck out. It pierced. So, because <laughs> I didn't hear Ombra either when she would launch. I, her, I uh, did hear hers. Event. I did hear hers. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just uh, it was just funny because I was like, I kept hearing Toby say something. I'm like, what is he doing? What is he saying? And then I realized, like, they're like, hey, Ryan, are you using your ult right now? I was like, yeah. Like, I know. <laughs> How do you know? Because he said pew 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 pew. And then you listen for it the next time, and you're like, oh my gosh, he's saying it. It's hilarious. So, yeah. Definitely like the universal call-outs. Definitely like the uh, no more ally collision. Yeah. Definitely helps um, out. Wondering, you know, Very with all happy. the uh, DLC that Gearbox has ever put out, whether it was for Borderlands, Borderlands 2, and now for this, you know, every DLC always comes with a separate, unique kind of feel or theme to it. Obviously, this one, they went with the uh, classic detective film noir approach yeah Which what do you think genius. they're going to do for toby and the friendship raid oh that's such a good you question you think we would be I lucky enough know. to get a uh, i don't D &D even know kind of uh spoof expansion you're, like what they did with borderlands 2. i was about to say if you're I mean, if that you're was one of the best things ever yeah it's like if you're expecting a what a tiny, Another tiny tina I, yeah they missed an opportunity it could have been a horrendous we'll chaos i mean we very well might that's so true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm really not sure what they're gonna come up with for that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they handle it. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I don't know. I really don't know how they're gonna play it out. But uh, yeah, should be should be interesting. I mean, I'm really Good things are happening. Good <laughs> things are happening. Yeah, definitely. I think that's going to wrap us up. I really... Well, we could sit here discussion about our love for this game for another hour easy enough, but I think we've hit everything we meant to hit. Yep. Uh, I can't, I'm trying to think through. Did we miss anything Not, talking about the story mode? Not that I can recall. Other than that... Yes. Uh, some take of those time, guys. chests are hard to Look get around to. around if you're trying to get the max out. Yeah, if you're trying to max those, out your uh, points, op points, don't don't rush ahead make sure you complete those side objectives make sure you you know scavenge around for the coffin like chests since you are in a generic place yeah. um, because you can find more op points inside of them and that's just a way to help you help you boost up your score so that way you yeah you know don't we did have, have to one curiosity quite, quite question, so many times that would require a little bit of mathing Solar scientist, yes. if you hear this, 
I call upon thee. Is it better to speedrun the ops mission for the bonus points from the main objective without worrying about the you know single points here and there, or is it better to take your time, spend the extra few minutes per run, and try and get every last point you can find? And you know what? Maybe it doesn't matter unless you're trying to get the hundred op point title. Ugh. You know, not looking if, forward to getting if you that don't one. Need that? I want it. Maybe it doesn't matter so much. I want it, but just a little something to think about. But, uh, but I want. Obviously, it. having only run run it a couple times, I wouldn't be able to tell you what's faster. Yeah. But I know that you said the second time you did it, you had a couple teammates that were kind of pushing through, ignoring side objectives and everything else. So. Yeah, they were. I mean, and that's not the wrong. That's not necessarily the wrong way to play it. It was just. I prefer to do the slow roll, make sure you get everything. Um, because we finished in uh, with under 50 ops points that time, and uh, that was kind yeah. of. I'm just hoping this doesn't me. become a speedrunning thing, like across the entire community. Uh, right. I remember when that happened with Guild Wars raids, and oh, life yeah. just got miserable after that. So Jump on the train, bro. Don't jump yeah. on the train. You can find but, uh, us at anyway, Heralds of Minrec. Where can they find us? At Heralds of Minrec on Twitter. You can find me at Rhino Bacon on Twitter. You can find Steven at Azarim, A Z R I M 20X on Twitter. And again, Rhino Bacon, R H Y N O Bacon. If you need help spelling Bacon part, get out of my country. Or just look up a movie with Kevin Bacon and just watch it and then understand that Bacon <laughs> is everything word <laughs> all right well that wraps up the show hope y'all have a great week and we will see y'all next time